Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Takes a shot. Here's Kelly Davis, wide open. Davis. Still going, and he's in for the touchdown. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know that's the q Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is an off day as we get ready for the game between the Jets and the Green Bay Packers. Well, not night. I guess it's late afternoon, right into the early part of the evening. 4.30 start time here on the East Coast. And so we'll answer some of your training camp questions with our friend who covers the Jets for NorthJersey.com, Mr. Andy Vasquez. Andy, how you enjoying it in Green Bay? You liking your day off? You having some fun? Yeah, it's another beautiful day in Green Bay. I mean, I, I cannot complain about the weather. It's been sunny and, and beautiful, um, and I'm just going to try to sleep as much as I can, to be honest with you. It's been a, it's been a long, busy training camp, and, and you got to take the rest when you can get it. So uh, I'm not complaining, just looking forward to having a little bit of downtime and making the most out of it. I hear you on that. Believe me, I am exhausted. I can't wait for the regular season, but I'm going to enjoy that week that we have between the end of the preseason and the regular season to recharge my batteries. But before that happens, let's answer some questions as we get ready for game number two of the preseason between the Jets and the Packers. The first question is a collection of questions that were sent in by a variety of different people who wanted to know about what the Jets could do at edge rusher to replace Carl Lawson. And so a bunch of names were sent forward. And three different people had three different names that I thought were intriguing. So I'm going to throw them out there. One of them was Olivier Vernon. One of them was Clay Matthews. One of them was Vic Beasley. All three of these guys are free agents. Beasley still relatively young. Olivier Vernon a little bit older. I believe Olivier Vernon is 30 or 31. And then Clay Matthews is 35. Didn't play last year. Of course, another guy that was asked about was Chandler Jones. He's 31 years old looking for a new contract. Still one of the best pass rushers in the league. But you'd have to trade assets for him. So Andy... I was curious what you thought about this. Me personally, 
I don't know that the Jets are going to do anything at edge. I think they may just go with what they've got. Now, if they can get Olivier Vernon on a super cheap one-year deal, maybe that would make some sense. I don't see them trading assets for Chandler Jones, and I also don't see them paying big money to a 31-year-old Chandler Jones, especially after they just paid Carl Lawson. Even though he's going to be out for the year, he's still going to take up a significant portion of the cap over the next year. And then you've got Vic Beasley. Again, maybe if they could bring him in on a very, very cheap one-year prove-it deal, possibly that could happen. Clay Matthews is 35, so I really don't see that being something that would happen. I don't know that it would be a good fit for either side at this point. I think the most likely thing, though, as I said, is they're just going to roll with what they've got and take the money and roll it over for next year's cap rather than spending it now when they realize that this is year one of a rebuilding process. Andy, what do you think about this? Do you anticipate any kind of move at edge or do you think that I'm right and it's most likely that they just stick with what they've got? Yeah, I think they could make a move or they could stick with what they got. I think it's kind of 50-50. If they make a move, Everything that we've seen from Joe Douglas has shown us that he's not going to spend a ton of money that he values rolling over that cap space. So, yeah, I could see them making a move and bringing in Vernon or Beasley on a on a cheap deal if if the price is right. Um, I, I think that is actually a real possibility just because edge rusher is so important to Robert Sala's defensive scheme that they're going to want to have as many as they can can who are potentially good uh, but I could also see them not wanting to spend any money whatsoever and and use all of that to next year and trying to find a guy who maybe can be an insurance policy in case Lawson isn't going to be what they thought he was going to be so um, yeah I think out of the options that you listed Vernon is probably the guy who makes the most sense I think he's 31 definitely has some upside and definitely could be a fit in, in this defense. Uh, but no, I do not see them making some sort of major blockbuster move. And, and there's not going to be, uh, barring something shocking, there's not a guy out there who's going to be a viable replacement for Lawson. It just kind of is what it is. And you're going to have to really hope that, that the guys they have, like John Franklin Myers and Bryce Huff, can can overperform and, and be helped by having a guy like Quinn and Williams back in there uh, and, and that Quinn can have a breakthrough year that kind of makes it easier for those guys to have breakthrough years of their own. Next question comes in from Michael Christopher. He wants to know how the special teams has looked and also was curious how special teams is compared in terms of seeming importance to the coaching staff as opposed to what it was like under Adam Gase. Well, I, I will say that Brant Boyer is a little bit different than what we've seen in the past. He's not the vocal, yelling, angry guy we've seen in practice, but he also explained that saying that he's got a much younger group of guys, a guy, a group of guys that don't have as much experience. Um, and so it's his job to be kind of more of a teacher this year than maybe in years past when he would get on veterans for not doing the things that he knew they were capable of, of of doing and that they were supposed to be doing. But I, I think uh, Robert Sala has made it very clear that special teams is important to him. He said recently that, you know, Brant isn't a guy that they just, you know, don't 
focus on. He he has a meaningful say in meetings. They seek out his opinion to try to figure out what's best for the team in terms of special teams. Because even though in Salah's words that that the the rules have kind of tried to take out some of the importance of special teams uh, in the game, it's still a huge part of the game. So I think you've seen you've seen that commitment to special teams in terms of some of the moves the Jets made this offseason, most notably bringing in Justin Hardy, uh, who is a special team superstar, basically. And even though he's been hurt, I believe he has a hip injury that's kept him out of training camp for the last two weeks and kept him out of the first preseason game and will keep him out of the second preseason game. Um, He's a guy who was everything until he got hurt that the Jets were expecting. Uh, He's... You know, kind of like Brontez Miles was to the special teams, but even better because he's proven to be one of the best in the league at, at his job. So the Jets are definitely committed to special teams in terms of the guys on the roster. Um, I, I don't think it was a surprise that the Jets got rid of Chris the kicker last week. If you saw the way it was going in training camp and, and in the games, his leg just wasn't as good as the other guy they brought in, Matt Amendola. And that's going to be something to watch. Uh, can Matt Amendola hold on to this job moving forward? Can he uh, make the kicks that he needs to make in the games? And that's what it's going to come down to. He's going to get opportunities starting on Saturday. He's going to get all the opportunities kicking on Saturday. He's already shown that he has a leg that can force touchbacks on kickoffs. He has a big leg uh We've seen him make 55 yarders without problem in, in practice. Let's see what he does in the game. If, if he makes his kicks in the games, he will be the Jets' week one kicker. If he does not, I would not be surprised if they go outside and, and bring in somebody else that we haven't seen, and that's the week one kicker. So that that's the biggest question, Mark, on special teams right now. Um, Braden Mann, we haven't got to see him tackle yet in mm-hmm. – in, uh, in the preseason, but I, he's obviously going to be there as the punter. He had a good rookie year, um, and the Jets want to see him build on that. And Thomas Hennessy is a long-term long snapper. So um, the biggest question moving forward is what what's going to happen at kicker, and that's going to be up to Matt Amendola in these last two preseason games. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. 
But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Michael Palace. He wants to know if the Jets have tried lining George Fant up at tight end, almost like a sixth offensive lineman the way they used to at times in Seattle. And if not, do you think they might consider it if the pass protection continues to struggle? Um, Well, I can't, I'm not allowed to say if they're lining guys up at different spots like that, but I, I, I can say that like, uh, no, <laughs> I, like, I didn't just say no, probably I would not expect that. Um, what I would expect and I would advise people to be like kind of cautious about in terms of when we're evaluating how the offensive line, the protection looks during training camp. Um, what you see in games is different than what you see in training camp because they're working on certain things. So it's less likely that you're going to see tight ends, um, on the field, you know, when you, when you have two tight ends on the field, you're not going to see that in training camp as much as you're going to see that in preseason games or in the regular season. Like when we get to the regular season, the Jets are going to do what they have to do to protect Zach Wilson. And that might mean having two tight ends on the field at the same time, uh, you know, to give him better protection. Um, and if Makai Becton is struggling the way he is in training camp in the regular season, the Jets aren't just going to leave him out there to try to get better. They're going to make sure that the running backs and the tight ends are picking up whatever is being uh, missed in blocking. So I would just say that is a consideration, but I, but I would, you know, George Fant does have some experience at tight end, but I, I think the Jets are pretty committed to him being, an offensive lineman and to him uh, providing depth in that role if he's not the starting guy. But but I will say that that competition is ongoing and probably a little tighter than we expected, especially considering that Fant missed you know the first eight or nine training camp practices and, and Morgan Moses was out there. So um, that that's something to watch moving forward and 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 we'll see how that pans out. But you'll get a good indication of where that competition stands by uh, how you see the reps divvied up on, on Saturday night in green Bay or Saturday late afternoon, whatever you want to call it. Next question comes in from Peter J. Dillard. He wants to know 
If you've seen anything from Jabari Zuniga or Hamilcar Rashid Jr., that would make you in any way optimistic that they can step up and fill at least a little bit of the void that's going to be left from the absence of Carl Lawson. So in terms of Zuniga, he's out right now with a knee injury. Um, and he didn't flash in a meaningful way. I mean, I think he had a couple of nice plays early on. He's been out for about a week or so with a knee injury. Uh, doesn't appear to be something that's going to be serious long-term. As, as far as I can tell, I think he was hurt in that preseason game against the Giants. Um, he's out there running around and doing stuff in the rehab area. Uh, but I don't know if we're going to see him on the field again during the preseason. And that's obviously a concern with him because he was in was limited by injuries last year. And then with Hamill Carr, um, a, another guy, he hasn't necessarily flashed. He, he's not he's not standing out in that defensive line room, but um, he's probably going to get more opportunity now. So I would say stand by and, and let's see what he does both on Saturday night and next week in practice uh, because with Lawson out, there's going to be more of an opportunity for him. But the guys who have really flashed uh, on the defensive line are, are the guys that you know about, Bryce Huff and and, and Franklin Myers. Uh, I, I, would, I would say that they're going to be the guys moving forward that are going to have the biggest Im- impact on the pass rush. Next question comes in from Bill Fond. He wants to know if from what you've seen at training camp, the Jets would benefit from having an experienced veteran quarterback on the roster to help bring Zach Wilson along the way that Josh McCown tried to with Sam Darnold. I would say like Josh McCown didn't help Sam Darnold become a great quarterback. So I think a lot of that is kind of overrated. Um, I, I think the Jets have a guy in Josh Johnson who provides veteran presence and, and has seen every imaginable situation and been on several rosters across the NFL and knows how things work and, and can provide that feedback. And I wouldn't be surprised if that guy is around during the regular season. I don't think he'll be on the roster with the practice squad rules. He can continue to be on the team. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happens and, and he fills that role. And I think there is some sort of meaningful, role there but um i don't i don't other than being an insurance policy in case wilson got hurt i think that would be the benefit of a veteran quarterback i i do think that the showing the ropes thing is, is probably a little bit overrated because in the end no one can get out there and run the plays for wilson he has to do it himself um you know, Mike LaFleur, even though he's inexperienced as a coordinator, has been around a lot of quarterbacks, uh, and so has Robert Sala. And I think the Jets have guys in the, in the locker room and, it, and on the coaching staff who know what it takes to be a good quarterback. So um, I think Wilson has, you know, all those kind of people he can lean on that'll help him with that. Um, I do think it is a concern moving forward that if anything happens to Wilson, that the only quarterbacks on the roster are the guys that are currently on the roster because none of them have done anything to prove that they can win games or have the talent to win games. But in terms of having a quarterback that can kind of be a mentor or whatever, I, I don't know 
I, I'm not certain there's a huge amount of value to that. That's just my personal opinion. I could be wrong, but there's it's it's a hard thing to kind of quantify, right? It's hard to know. Andy, next question comes in from Say My Name. If he wants to know what you've observed from the Zach Wilson, Mike LaFleur dynamic early on in training camp, do they look to be vibing well? Yeah, I think they, they definitely have a nice rapport. I think that Wilson definitely respects uh, – kind of his background in the Shanahan offense and and is really excited about the offense that they're trying to build here. And I think LaFleur, you know, we saw his refreshing honesty this week when he talked about where the the offensive line is at and where Makai Becton is at. And, and I also think this guy is is open to fitting the offense. Not open. I mean, I think he's trying to, to make the offense – something that is going to work for Zach Wilson. Whereas the last guy we saw, Adam Gase, wanted to make Sam Darnold fit his system. Uh, I don't think the Jets are going to be making the same mistake that time. Um, or I'm sorry, I don't think the Jets are going to be making the same mistake this time. I think they're going to do everything they can to make sure that this offense is something that works for Wilson. So I, I think in terms of an offensive fit, that's the most important thing, and, and that's off to a really good start. And then I think, yeah, there, there's a mutual respect there. And, you know, a, a, a sure sign of it is that when Wilson was out for those couple of practices while his contract situation was getting resolved, he was in constant communication with LaFleur um, and making sure that he was up to speed and making sure that everything he was doing uh, – you know, would make him ready to jump in and be as close to, to full speed as he could be. So he definitely believes in what the Jets' vision is for his future, and and that's the most important thing. So, yeah, I, I think they have a close relationship. And then Robert Sala has also, you know, let that happen. He He's said that he's a guy who believes, who's always believed, you know, kind of having only one voice in a quarterback's ear. He's obviously working very closely with LaFleur to make sure that they're delivering the right message to Wilson, uh, but he's not like micromanaging it. So LaFleur is, is having the opportunity to kind of build Wilson into the, the guy that he sees as the right fit for this offense and, and trying to fit the offense to him. And I think, um, you know, it's, we, we got to see what the results are when the games count, but, Wilson seems to be making progress and seems to be getting better as training camp goes on. And that's a good uh, first sign of, of where things are at in that relationship. Next question comes in from Michael Parsons. He wants to know if there are any players that aren't getting talked about much that have impressed you. Well, I, it, it's hard for me to know exactly what is being talked about because I'm, I'm not constantly monitoring the, the fan chatter out there, but I will say, um, Bryce Hall, I think, has done a pretty good job. He had some nice moments in the practices against the Packers where uh, he was able to stop Devontae Adams in the two-minute drill. I think that's an encouraging sign. And Robert Sala has been very complimentary, very complimentary of him. So I think things are headed in the right direction in terms of, of that cornerback spot. Um Bryce Huff, another guy who's obviously flashed 
but he's been talked about plenty. So I think that probably doesn't qualify. Um, I'm trying to think of other guys. CJ Mosley has kind of flown under the radar here a little bit, but I think he's looked really good in terms of it's still too early to know anything because we're not going to really know until he's out there hitting guys on a consistent basis. But everything we've seen from him, like I could see him being something close to the guy that he was. And that's, that's a good sign. That's, that's what you want to see. Um, LaMichael P. Ryan is another guy who stood out to me, not getting a ton of talk in that running backs room, but he brings something that nobody else brings uh, from the Jets running backs, and that's so, a real physical style of running. He seems to be a little bit stronger than he was last year. He still has uh, some sneaky speed, too. So I think he could be a guy who maybe is an under-the-radar candidate to have a, a breakout year. Um, another thing that's... I'm, I'm sure the fans have noticed and hasn't been talked about a bunch, but the uh, the tight ends are not really doing anything. Um, and I think that's a concern for the Jets moving forward just because that was a big part of the Shanahan offense in San Francisco, and it, it's not going to be a big part of this offense because the Jets you know, don't have anybody there who can kind of carry that. And I think that's gone a little bit under the radar. Like Chris Herndon hasn't really done much during training camp and and Tyler Croft has not been very good. Ryan Griffin's hurt now. Wesco, I think, you know, he has a limited skill set and I think he's going to be a guy who plays a role, but not a huge role. So um probably not what you were asking in terms of uh a position that stood out, but I don't think that's been talked about enough is that the tight ends really haven't done anything um i think matt amendola not a guy the jets fans are talking about but i think he's got some real potential and and it's going to be interesting to see what he does over the next couple of weeks um and those are the guys that come to mind uh for me i mean josh malone is a guy who had a nice practice here in green bay and, and is going to be making a push to make the roster dj montgomery has at wide receivers has flashed a little bit at times, and I think he has a shot to make the roster. Um, but yeah, those are the guys that that have stood out um, that I can think of right now who have looked good to me. Last question comes in from El Gringo. He says, "Based on what you've watched at camp, has anybody looked like a true red zone threat to you?" Well, I think Corey Davis has definitely filled that that role elijah moore also looked really good in in red zones and and kind of was like has been a security blanket for zach wilson i think those two guys are guys that have stood out another guy who i think has had a little bit better of a training camp than people are giving him credit for is jameson crowder um he's shown some potential in the red zone and i just think he he's looked really good Uh, as a slot weapon for the Jets. And I think, I mean, he's been the team's leading receiver for the last two years, so it's not a surprise, but I think he's going to have another really good year for the Jets. Um, Yeah, those, those are some of the options. And I think the, the Jets running backs, I think all of them have done a pretty good job of catching the ball out of the backfield, which could be really useful for the Jets in the red zone. Um, 
especially Michael Carter. He seems to have a knack for getting open uh, out of the backfield. And that could be, I, I think that's something definitely to watch in the red zone because that is a dynamic that just helps you get those extra yards. And, and maybe it won't be something that gets them into the end zone a ton, but, but if it sets up touchdowns, it, it gives the defense something else to worry about. So if, if the running backs are a threat down there, maybe they pay a little bit more attention to them and it, and it leaves somebody else open. Uh, but again, for the jets to be really efficient in the red zone, one of these tight ends are going to have to like do something. And, and so I think, Again, that's something to watch going forward. But the the one answer to that question would be Corey Davis. I think he's the guy. He's a big frame. He's going to be a guy you can use in slants and fades. Uh, and the defenses are going to have to pay attention to. So he's the, the biggest guy that's emerged as a red zone threat so far. I know it's an obvious answer, but it, but it is the best answer. Andy Vasquez covering the Jets for NorthJersey.com. Thanks so much for coming on and joining me for this mailbag. Really appreciate it. We'll talk again tomorrow for the post-game report after the Jets and Packers play in Green Bay. In the meantime, follow Andy on Twitter at Andy underscore Vasquez and check out everything he's doing at NorthJersey.com and read everything available at NorthJersey.com for just 99 cents for six months. That's not 99 cents a month for six months. That's 99 cents total for six months. So that's about 15 cents a month. You get everything Andy's written both behind the paywall, not behind the paywall, plus all the local sports, news stories, and everything else that's available at NorthJersey.com. Just 99 cents for six months. I'm a subscriber. You should be too. Go over there and sign up now if you haven't already. And check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. If you haven't done that already, make sure you subscribe to the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel with Luke Grant's constant brand new videos that he's putting up, including a instant reaction to the injury that occurred to Carl Lawson, devastating loss for the New York Jets. He's also got a great video up there right now making fun of the Giants writer who said that Aziz Ojolari got the better of Makai Becton in the preseason game last weekend. Obviously, if you watch that game, that's not how it went down. So look at Luke's videos and subscribe to our channel. Plus, give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.